We're back. We're doing and it. We're talking about Spider-Man: Far From Home. Yeah, like the the worst Marvel movie ever. That's I have a- had I have had a change of heart. <laughs> so I've only seen this movie once until last night. I saw mm. it once in the theaters, and I really didn't like it. Um, but I enjoyed watching it last night mm. a lot. Uh, mm. I wonder if. I wonder if the ending to Spider-Man No Way Home has kind of freed my mind uh, and opened up the possibility that I'm going to get the Tom Holland Spider-Man movies that I want, where he's your friendly neighborhood Spider-Man in New York, swinging around New York and hanging out with friends and stuff, um, has freed my mind to enjoy these Tom Holland Spider Man movies where it's not so much that. I think it I think you're right, Mike. Um when I watched it again too, it it was still bad, but it wasn't as bad. And I think mm-hmm. I was looking at as a trilogy, like No Way Home, Far From Home, um uh, No Wait, wait, wait. Homecoming, Far From Home, No Way Home. And like I think if you look at them all three and you understand what you're about to get with No Way Home, then you, you can forgive this movie, even though it, it has has legitimate problems. Um, and I'm not sure, I'm not sure how, I don't know how this movie came out the way it did. Um, what do you mean by that? It's, well, the first thing is a lot of the scripts and the jokes just aren't funny. I don't know why this movie didn't land hmm. some of the jokes correctly, but the jokes just don't really hit. Like they're just not super I found funny. myself laughing a good bit in really? the first, in the first half of the movie. Hmm. Yeah. Not, mm-hmm. not yourself. No, no, no. It's just like. It was like some of the some of the jokes felt a little forced a little bit. Um, and I mean, I just kind of I don't know if the movie was rushed, but I think what the thing was with me is that since you don't read comics, when you when you first watched it, did you understand that Mysterio was a villain? I had no idea who Mysterio was. Yeah. So so when that twist happened and it was revealed that he was a villain, uh, you were kind of shocked. Right. It was kind of interesting to you. But yeah, for, a, for yeah. our old school comic head, everybody knows that Mysterio's a villain. So it's like, uh, okay. so it's like we're not going to get that twist. Like we just know it. Like this, right. you know. So that was. Does part he of ever it. like act like a good guy in the comics? No, he's always been okay. a bad dude. So Quit you weren't met. sitting there thinking, "Oh, this is an interesting take that Marvel has. They've turned Mysterio, who's a villain, no. into a good guy. He's going to be a new superhero." Absolutely not. I knew he was you... a bad guy from the get go. Okay. Yeah. And you're just waiting for the. You're just waiting for the reveal. Yeah, and and they were and when the reveal did happen, I I don't know how I felt about it, because it was all it was still all tied together with the Tony Stark mythos, uh, yeah. which we need to talk and like the idea that Tony Stark would Tony be, Stark isn't in the movie because he's dead at this time. Yeah, but he's in it. You but know? he's his yeah he's in it though he's not in it. This he's yeah. it. He's a he's oppressively in it. You know what I'm saying? Like I just don't understand like. He, he he dies, but he gives Peter these glasses that give him control of these drones. We never, mm-hmm. we have never seen these drones before. The drones look weird compared to the other Tony Stark tech we've seen. And like Tony Stark has the this technology of these drones that no one knows about, and now a fifteen year old kid controls it. It's just like so. <laughs> it's just so me like. It wouldn't happen. Like Tony Stark so, wouldn't give it. So to a sixteen year old kid that helped save the world. Yeah, but still, he's sixteen, yeah. and like yeah. a six, only a sixteen-year-old kid would be like, "Hey, listen, Mysterio, um, I want you to have these glasses 
you are the the right. heir apparent. Right. To... I just met you. Let me yeah. give you supreme yeah. power. I, I just met you. This is crazy. <laughs> but here's these glasses. <laughs> I can't. Don't remember. nuke me, baby. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> that was terrible. Somebody, yeah, uh, yeah that was really yeah. bad. Um, but it's fine. It's it's good. Um, but no, it's like yeah, like okay. Let's look at let's look at Tom Holland's Spider Man. He's always making some pretty bad decisions up until No Way Home, when he starts making some pretty good decisions. Um, mm-hmm. But this is a really bad decision, like uh, just right. a terrible right. one. Uh, and then all of a sudden, like this it guy, is like, has, you know, you don't have to wear the glasses. Yeah. You can keep them safe. Uh, you don't have to give them to somebody. You can be like, you know what? Let me wait until I turn 18, and then I'll start wearing these glasses, maybe. Or I'm just going to think about it for a little while. Or, like, let's communicate with, like, you know, let's communicate with um, the Falcon. Let's communicate with um, right. Nick Fury. Let's communicate with a lot of people and talk to them about these glasses that I have. And let's talk up to yeah. them about how we could use them for good. But instead, he just, like, gives them, gives them away. It's crazy, and we, we we need to talk about how Tony Stark had had this crazy super surveillance weapon system that no one really knew about. <laughs> yes. Well, he's always wanted to build this shield around. Yeah, Earth. yeah. So I guess it kind of ties in with that. Where was these? Where were these drones doing the the uh, the attack in uh, at Endgame? Where were these drones? Mm. They could have swooped down and helped. You know. <clears throat> yeah. Right. So there's a lot of different things in this movie that are that are just a little strange that I had a kind of a hard time with. Um, but there this, this good movie opens too. up in kind of a weird way. Mm-hmm. Uh, for me, I guess it's my introduction to Mysterio. the The opening is they're they're in Mexico, I think. Yep. Um, and there's uh, it's like a devastated town. There was recently an attack there. Uh, people say that the the cyclone had a face. There was like a tornado cyclone. Mm-hmm. Uh, it had a face. And then, uh, so we've got Nick Fury and Maria Hill. Yeah, we're back. They're visiting. They're, they're back. They're visiting the site. And that's the introduction to Mysterio. I just thought it was a weird way to open the movie. What, what did you think about it since you already knew Mysterio was the villain? Well, I knew it was fake. Um, and then I knew that this was set up to get Mysterio to get to get recognized. Um, so I didn't really think much of it. My 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 curiosity was how was Mysterio doing it? Like what kind of technology was he using to to create to use the destruction? And when we get some of the backstory later, we, I see that. But um, I think the movie did a pretty good job at first making the 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 audience think that this was an actual thing that we needed to worry about. And there is some comic. There is some comic references, like there is the the idea of uh, of Earth elementals. I've seen that before in some comics. I don't really think they're big in Marvel, but in DC, there's actually a, a huge storyline about some elementals that's interesting. Uh, and then, of course, we get the um, the idea of the multiverse that he brings up. And so, like the movie's trying to get us very briefly, this. very briefly, yeah, yeah. Right, but he he's from a different Earth. Even though, even though that was ended up being fake, the concept's real, you know. So I mm-hmm. think that, and we, you know, after we watched Loki and everything else, and that makes sense. Um, but like the intro of the movie, it's just kind of. I just never feel like the movie really knows what it wants to do ever, you know. And to go back to to one of your main complaints, we don't really get to see Spider Man do Spider Man stuff. We never we 
we get to see him swing through Manhattan at the end of the movie, but mm-hmm. we never really get to see him. Like, did, wait, did you watch? Isn't there a cut scene where he beats up some robbers? Uh, there's there's some scenes that were shot. I don't know if they ever intended them to be in the movie. I guess they did because it's pretty high production value. But yeah, did you see those? Some, I yeah, see, I haven't seen those. So that, yeah, that, I I ended up buying all seven Spider-Man movies on iTunes. Oh wow! Instead of renting this one, wait, all so, seven? So wait, yeah, which one? It was a package deal. So which all one? Seven. So, so it's three Tobey Maguire movies, two Andrew Garfield movies, and two Tom Holland. How much was that? That sounds like a nice deal that other people should know $60. about. $60. It was $60. So for $60, you have a great entertainment package. Thanks, Apple. Yeah, and you get the extras. So yeah, there, there's lots of, like, uh, there's deleted scenes. There's pre-animatics um, or pre-vis. So, like, they visualize the scenes before they hmm. shoot them and finalize them and everything. It, it was hmm. pretty good. Yeah, Apple, if you want to sponsor us, you know, we'll, we'll totally take your money. Absolutely, yeah, we can do that. We gladly ad reads for Apple. Mm-hmm. Um, so yeah, so and and going back to the movie, that's like the idea that Nick Fury and Maria Hill would recruit Spider Man to help them deal with this does make sense. But again, we're like far from home. If you really think about the title, it's far from home as far as far from the Spider Man that we love and and want to see. This is true. Yeah. It's a Spider Man that we definitely don't particularly want to see. Uh, And like, and like, I always feel weird. There are some cool fight scenes, though. Like, you know, the the water monster has some cool stuff from Peter Parker. Yeah. Like jumping across the poles and the. That was cool. um, Yeah. Yeah, it was cool. And then, like, the fight, what what, the other elemental was a fire elemental? Yeah, we get. So at the beginning of the movie, there's like a wind, I guess, or. Yeah, and then uh, we get, yeah, we get the water, and then we get the fire, and then at the very end, it's like a combination of all of them. Yeah, mm-hmm. and I guess Mysterio off screen fights a Earth, yeah, elemental. Yeah, I'll, I'll tell you when. I don't know if we're there yet. the The coolest fight scene is when Mysterio versus Mysterio and Spider Man in the middle, when Mysterio is using all the illusions to trick Spider Man. That was awesome. Uh, I thought that fight scene was fantastic because, like, that's exactly yeah. what Mysterio would do in the comics like that's the mysterio i want to see like using illusions to use fireman really good um, tell us about mysterio because i i know nothing about mysterio from the comics does he use technology like that to uh fake people out or is it so, magic what what is it so okay so okay i want you to t- try to use your your critical thinking uh mm-hmm. this guy is mysterio and he uses uh, illusions to trick people. What? What? Where do you think he got his first job? Stark Industries, of course. Well, in the movie, yes. In the comics, <laughs> in the comics, he was a special effects guy for movies. Okay, cool. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And so, you know, at some point, he, you know, got mad and wanted to get back at someone. I don't know. He just start. He wanted to start doing crimes, and he used the special effects stuff to become Mysterio. And so all, all his stuff is illusions and all his stuff is about, you know, like sly hands and tricks. Uh, but he doesn't so use any magic in the, to do it. In the movie, you know, the, the suit that he wears, not his I'm Mysterio costume, but the suit that he wears when he's um, like staging all the stuff. He's got the suit with all these patterns on it. Yeah. Mm-hmm. That's the exact same motion capture suit that, uh, in the scenes that I saw on iTunes, it's the exact same suit that huh. Tom Holland wears 
oh, that's cool. cap for uh, Spider-Man. Yeah. Oh, that's cool. That's cool. Mm-hmm. Uh, I think Mysterio's costume is one of the coolest costumes in comics. I think I've always like I always like his costume. Uh, so this is, is this pretty uh, authentic to the comics? Yes, that big bowl head and the eyes and yeah. stuff. Yeah, hundred percent. Right. Yeah, they actually did a really good job with his costume. I was very. Impressed. I always like uh, characters that are like that. I don't know why. Maybe it's like uh, for me, it's some kind of similarity to astronauts or something. But I, I always dig characters with a a bowl head like that. Well, the thing is, he uses this weird green smoke a lot. This in the comics, he has this smoke. That mm-hmm. will confuse and 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 uh, confuse the people around him, and and the helmet mm-hmm. protects him from the smoke. So that's why. Ah. Uh, that, but that's for cool. our for for our readers, if you really want a fantastic Mysterio story, you don't really have to deal with Spider Man. You actually have to deal with our friend Daredevil. There was a storyline where Kevin Smith first started writing Daredevil. Kevin Smith wrote Daredevil for a few, probably about a year or so. Um, Daredevil was like. Somebody was screwing with him, like, so bad. Like, messing with him, messing with his head, tricking him, doing all kinds of crazy stuff. Yeah, Daredevil. Yeah. But we never really knew who the villain of it was until at the very end, and it was Mysterio. And it was like, oh, my goodness. It was such a a huge, like, um, reveal because Mysterio never did the kind of things he did to Daredevil to anyone. And all of a sudden, we realized that that Mysterio was, like, a really big threat. But at the very end, he actually kills himself. Um, Mysterio does. Yes, but don't worry. He comes back to life. He he actually is in hell for a while. It's a whole thing. But wow, yeah, it's a, it's a big, it's a really interesting storyline for Mysterio, a character that's kind of been a throwaway character for a long time. Um, but now in the, in the comics, thanks to the movie and I think some of the other work they did, um, he's pretty he's a pretty interesting character. I've always you know, I've always kind of liked him, but now. Uh, I kind of wish the movie did a little bit more with him, but I, I liked I liked what happened with him. I, I felt pretty good about that movie. Uh, I think uh, Gillen Hall did a really good job. It just kind of sucks that he died at the end because I would love to see uh, Mysterio return as a threat. I think that'd be really great. Do you think he's coming back? Lots of people think maybe he's coming back. I would love that. I would absolutely love to see Mysterio back in some kind of form. It would be fantastic. Uh, but you know, you know, fingers crossed. I think, it, I think it'd be cool to see him come back in other. Marvel movies, but yeah. not in the upcoming Tom Holland Spider-Man movies. Well, I mean, once again, we have to talk about logistics, right? Like these contracts are worth millions of dollars, and if you're Marvel behind the desk with like the budget, trying to figure out what you want to do with movies and stuff, and you see how much mm-hmm. a Hall wants to return as Mysterio, and you're like, well, we can bring him back, or we can do another. We could do a complete new series, like you right. know. Then you have to make you have to think about the budgets and stuff, but. Is what it how is. like at the end though, if he's truly dead, how was he able to mm, like, record all of that dialogue to frame Peter? Yeah, Parker? you know, I don't. That's a really good question. I don't know. Um, it's almost the, like you'd have to do the actual scene with Peter Parker, mm-hmm. record as much as you can, and then come back and and record the dialogue that you need to be able to frame him. Yeah, you might thought like, that you couldn't, you time, couldn't but, do that ahead of time. Yeah, I, no. Yeah, the the from everything if you look at everything if you look at the very end of the scene when he gets shot the bullet hits him in the gut so it's like you know it's not confirmed that he's dead so mm, he he might be alive we'll see uh, it would have been cool if we would if he would made a cameo in um, No Way Home you know that would have been awesome but 
We'll see. Yeah. I mean, I mean yeah. Mysterio is always tricky. If you actually read his um his Marvel um the Marvel fandom page, like one thing it says, like if you if you believe that he's dead or if you assume that he's telling the truth, like it doesn't say like the 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 fandom page is like we don't know we can't trust Mysterio we have no idea um what what's real what's not when it comes to him it's just very interesting like there's no mm-hmm. facts it all could be illusions which is which I think right is weird. so that's one disappointment I have with the movie I wish there would have been more with his illusions with the tricks trickery and again having him so connected to Stark once again it's like uh like we need to get. Iron Man out of this. Like Tony Stark is just in this too deep. It's too much. It's annoying. We need to get it gone. And I'm glad. That's why I'm so thankful that we have a world where no one knows who Spider Man is. Yeah, this is better yeah, that way. It's gonna be so great. It's gonna be so great. Yeah, I, I, the amount that they 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 put Iron Man into this movie is just kind of obnoxious. But yeah, yeah. There was a there was an Iron Man mural on one of the walls in like Prague or something like that. Did you see that? Yeah, yeah, yeah. That was cool. And like, yeah. I under, I understand that this movie is supposed to wrap up what happened in Endgame, um, but it could have been. Yeah, it could like have done. It's it, the epilogue for the Infinity Saga. Yeah, but before epilogue, it isn't really. It's just I don't know. It could have been better. Anyway, um, that my my big problem with this movie is the what we think are the villains, like the all the monsters, the mm-hmm. the water monster in Venice. Mm-hmm. How do drones with weapons? simulate a water monster do all of that damage smash um buildings throw water everywhere make the water level rise in venice how do drones do all that it's like technology man technology <laughs> i don't know i don't know but you, yeah, i mean yeah, no. i know you have to suspend disbelief yeah, you really have to suspend disbelief and and they do try to explain it later on like he talks to the guy that did the uh created the drones for tony stark and he's like and your weaponized drones uh you know help create illusion with real damage but weaponized drones you, you can't fake a, a water monster with that i, I don't well fortunately for uh, for the movie this was before it was revealed that mysterio was a fake so right. you know like for the movie it's like ah we'll just fuzz it we'll just do the best we can yeah while you're watching it, it's like oh it's real yeah um, yeah what do you um, think? By, by the way, that guy that um, created the drones for Tony Stark. Yeah, he was from Iron Man number one. Iron Man one. He's, yeah. from, he's from Iron Man number one. Do you know what else he's from? No. He's from A Christmas Story. That's Ralphie. No way. Yeah. Huh. Yeah. That's awesome. Uh, Peter Billingsley. Peter Billingsley wearing a ball cap. Wow. There you go. Yeah, very cool. Very that's, cool. That's, that's, that's I, didn't, I, I didn't know that when I watched Iron Man, but I, I learned that watching some of the... Uh, the extras. Uh, that's a new, that's the news the you can't abuse right there. <laughs> Absolutely. Yeah. Um, what did you think about the love story in the, in the movie with, um, with uh, Mary MJ and Peter? I thought it was good. Hmm. Seems, seems like a thing Peter Parker would do. <laughs> what did you think about it? Uh, I didn't like MJ until no way home. Uh, I thought, so you uh, didn't like her during this. No, uh, and there's a couple, I mean, I really had some hard times trying to reconcile that this MJ was not my MJ that I loved since I was a kid, so I was still kind of grumpy about that, but but, but once No Way Home came up, um, I started understanding a little bit more about, like, the multiverse and how, like, okay, just because it's not my MJ doesn't mean it's an MJ, so after a while, I got 
I, I, I relaxed, but I still was kind of grumpy about it. And like, I don't know, mate, there was, there was the, the, some of the, some of the chemistry between the two of them just wasn't there. Like it was in the other movies, maybe. So. It's weird since there are a couple in real life. I know, I know. You would think they'd have a lot of chemistry on screen, but they just kind of maybe she plays a little more reserved or something more something different in this movie. I mean, I thought there were some you know cool glances back and forth uh, with each other throughout the movie. Uh, I guess this is where you know this is where their affection for each other really develops and is revealed to each other. So I thought it worked. As actors or or as a character as 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 characters as characters i wonder how problematic it is for people to fall in love like that movie stars like i wonder how it i mean it seems it seems like it's pretty problematic it seems like it happens it it happens a lot and it doesn't last that long usually do you think that it's kind of fake like it's like let's just act like act like you're a real couple to to generate some interest and then once the movie's over you can break up no i don't think so i think it's just so yeah i mean you spend so much time with these people. And you kiss them and stuff. You're, yeah, you're confusing yourself because you're acting like you're in love with them. Yeah. You're kissing each other. Yeah, yeah. Has anything been written about this? I'm sure it has. I don't know. I, I, and, and like not, they're pre- I'm not like a... Yeah. <laughs> I'm not in on those rumors and stuff. That's not what I read about. And, and, and they're pretty people anyway. You know, so pretty people are going to be attracted to each other. So it's like, oh, mm-hmm. okay, well... Might as well keep making out with you, even outside. It's, it's interesting how, like, uh, her, uh, in, in my mind, her attractiveness is, is played down in these movies. Oh, in, in, in the Spider-Man movies, 100%. They play it down. Yeah. But then when you see her on the red carpet, you're like, whoa, you know? Yeah, because, like, in the, uh, in the interviews and in some of the extras I was watching last night, she like, looks completely different. Yeah, that's funny. That's true. That's true. Um, you got any uh, questions? You got anything for I do, us? I do. I do. What can you tell us about these Stark glasses? Is there anything like this from the comics? No, absolutely not. <laughs> absolutely not. No. No, 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 no. They look pretty cool. I like them. There is a bunch of stuff in the comics where Tony Stark has, like, technology all over the place like this. So that's not strange. He has satellites. He has nanites and everything else. But as far as, like, a pair of glasses that he puts on that controls it, no. Mm-hmm. Maybe, maybe at some point he did, but... No, nah, it's not. It's not. It's not something in the comics that you see all the time. This AI gets a new name. It's not. Uh... Yeah, what happened to Karen? Yeah, it's not Karen. It's Edith now. Even dead, I'm the hero. Boy, is that what? Is that what's for? Is that what? Is that officially that's, what it is? That's what it's, it says that in the movie. Yeah, yeah. That's terrible. That's uh, Tony Stark's joke with the <laughs> Edith name. That's funny. Mm-hmm. mm-hmm. Yeah. No, that's, uh, like, that's that's not in the comics either. Yeah, I I enjoyed the scene where he's uh, trying to get that photo off of um, Brad's phone mm-hmm. and uh, almost blows up the the bus that they're on. That was pretty cool. Mm-hmm. I enjoyed that. Had a cool scene where Peter Parker tells everybody to look at the goats on the mountain to distract them. Uh, jumps out of the out of the bus through like a skylight or a hatch in the top of the bus. Uh, destroys the drone and then lands back in the bus uh in time for everybody to look back at him and say there were there were no goats what are you, what are you talking about i does I, he just, I laughed at that scene i enjoyed it does he just have his web shooters on at all times um i guess i kind of feel like he he abuses he does, his... he does wear long sleeves well yeah. 
No, sometimes he wears shorts. I kind of feel like he abuses his web shooters. I kind of feel like he uses those too much. Yeah. Yeah, I mean, it's always, that's his go-to move is to shoot webs. And, like, like he has other abilities. I mean. That, that's always bugged me. If I had web shooters, I think I'd probably use them a lot. Yeah, probably. Yeah, me too. But that, but, okay, okay. All right. What else you got? Right, we get Maria Hill back in this. Yeah, and she's a squirrel, just like um, Nick Fury. They're both squirrels. Right. Which is really cool. Um, which is. Did, did like, you, uh, were you surprised by that? Yeah, yeah I was super movie? surprised. That was super surprising to me. I love that. It, yeah. it, made, it made sense. It, it, it kind of explained why things were so strange, why they acted so weird. Um, but then when it was revealed they were scrolls, it was like, it's, it's kind of bringing back more stuff about secret invasion, which I think is cool. And of course, we see that Nick Fury is on a spaceship with a bunch of scrolls in space. I think that was the coolest part of the movie. And, um, it's like, like I wish we had more time to talk about that, what's going on with that, but, you know, it, it is what it is. Um, but I thought that was great, 100%. Okay. So at some Dimitri point... Dimitri like, is introduced. Who? Dimitri is introduced right before or right after Maria Hill. Yeah. He becomes the driver of the, the bus mm -hmm. later on. Mm -hmm. Is the only reason they introduced him as Dimitri because he's going to be chauffeuring the kids around for the rest of the movie, or is Dimitri some comic book character that's a, a reference? I don't think he's anything special. I think he's a squirrel, though. Hmm. But I don't think he's anything. Man, that, that's not confirmed. But I don't think he's anything special. Just a regular okay. old dude. All right. Uh, that's also the scene where we see Quentin Beck. Mm -hmm. Slash Mysterio is that is that the right name for Mysterio from the yes, comic? Yes, Quentin Beck. That's his right name. Yes, Quentin tells Peter Parker that he is from Earth eight thirty three. Does that conjure up anything that you want to talk about? Earth eight thirty three. Uh, it's in the database. Let's find out what it says. I will say that they made a mistake when they were writing this movie. And I feel pretty proud in this moment from what I've learned from you over the course of these podcasts. And I'm going to geek out for a moment, but Quentin Beck tells Peter Parker that this is Earth 616 mm -hmm. and, and, and Mysterio is from Earth 833. That is, in fact, wrong. Yeah, it's not. It's that Earth not... 616 is the original yes. Marvel's uh, universe. Yes. Uh, it's not the ultimate universe that a lot of these character ideas actually come from. No, no. And it's not the universe that we are in during this movie, which is actually Earth 199999. Yeah. So who did not catch that error? I don't, I don't know. But um, it's like, it, should be, it should be referenced as Earth 1999. That's what it should be. Um, yeah. But it, the fact that it said this is Earth 616 is completely wrong. Huge right. mistake. Yeah. Um, but uh, you just gotta let that pass, I guess. Maybe, like, maybe you can, th maybe you think they made a mistake based off, like, they think they're the original universe or something like that, but no. Uh, and that's a mistake that people need to watch out for because they're gonna be doing a lot more multiverse stuff with Doctor Strange, with the next season of Loki. They need to get that stuff straight. And, like, that's somebody's job is to, is to read over these scripts and check this yeah, stuff. Yeah, get your multiverses right, people. Come yeah, on. Yeah, if you go do it, do it. Uh, but eight, three, if three, it three, stands out to me, yeah. Come well, on. Yeah, you've learned a lot in your training, Padawan. You've done some good work. I really appreciate that. Thank you. Yeah. 
Thank you. But Earth eight three three is actually um a, it's a it's the home of Spider UK, so it's a special Spider Man from the from the United Kingdom. But that Earth's destroyed. It's, it mean that universe is completely gone. Well, I mean that makes sense because Mysterio yeah. lost the fight in that universe. Yeah. So that's actually kind of interesting that they use eight three three as a model for for the movie. They could do a lot more cool stuff like that. If they really wanted to, because all these all these different versions, like the um, Spider Verse one with with um, the comic the co- the cartoon one with Miles Morales is logged as a as a multiverse. All the multiverses that are that appear in the shows are always logged. You can actually go online and look at the different multiverses. There's a lot of them, and they all tie to different movies and other franchises. So I mean, that's a lot of depth you can go to. And Marvel does a really good job of trying to say that. The movies are a different kind of universe than the comics, but they're all related. So at some right. point, all these things will come out, uh, or you can have fun with them. But that would, yeah, Mike, you did a really good job. You get, you get the, you get the Quentin Beck Award for that. You caught something <laughs> pretty good, right? Um, yeah, I've, we've we've talked about this a few times. Like, what is Marvel going to do when they feel like they need to reboot this? They need a new Iron Man. They need a new Thor. They need a new. Let's not really talk about this right now. They need a new Spider-Man at some point. Um, I feel like they're just going to, you know, it's just going to be another multiverse and it's going to be a clean break for them. Yeah. They'll be able to recast everything however they want. I'm really curious what their plan is long term because they have enough properties with Fantastic Four and the X-Men to keep this going for another 20 years. Uh, right, yeah, they could easily do that. Yeah, absolutely. So what would but people problem- like people like Iron Man though now? Yeah. Right? How do we get more Iron Man? That's a good question. I don't know. Um, but I mean, at some point we at some point we will get more movies that might movies that might move away from the Avengers stuff towards more Fantastic Four X-Men stuff. And then maybe mm-hmm. they'll re maybe they'll do some kind of shenanigans to bring in Iron Man again or something like that. I don't know. And like the problem is, even let's say let's say today they redo the Marvel Universe. Like, that's a lot of work. You have to make a whole new Iron Man movie, a whole new Captain America movie, a whole new Thor movie. That's years of work. And so right now, I think it's best for them to keep doing what they're doing and, and like, try to show the evolution of the Marvel Universe. Um, yeah, but, forking off and, like, doing yeah. Eternals and Shang-Chi. Yeah, but, well, yeah. but in like, well, when, when I'm 65, you know, they might do, we're resetting the Marvel Universe. It's all starting right. over again. Tom Holland is Iron Man. Like, okay, what? <laughs> you know, okay, you know, whatever. You know, <laughs> <laughs> that would be awesome, actually. Yeah. yeah. So um, that's going to happen. But like, if you're Marvel, you have to be pretty happy with the long, how long, how many stories you have, and how and how much stuff you have to make to keep the the universe that you built going. This thing's a this thing's a, on its own legs. It's doing its own right. thing. So, you know, it's, all you got to do is keep pushing it and hope that your actors and actresses sign up for the movies. That's the biggest problem. I think I right, read this somewhere right. where mm-hmm. they're like, it's not the scripts. It's not the, it's not the special effects. It's the actors. We, like, we, they have to want to do these movies. Otherwise, right. um, they won't do it. So, I think that's probably the problem that came up with, uh, what's his name? Adam Warlock? Is that yeah. Am I getting that right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. I'm thinking that's probably like whatever they, they had an actor in mind. Um, and that's why he was introduced at the end of Guardians of the Galaxy and whatever fell through. And that's why we didn't get Adam Warlock in the Infinity. Maybe, uh, maybe, who uh, knows? I don't know. It's a lot going on with that. 
I Where think, uh, like, how much longer is John Favreau going to be in the Marvel Cinematic Universe? Uh, I think that might have been his last movie with No Way Home. No Way Home? Maybe. Could be. Could be. I don't know. You never know. Let's see what else I got. Night Monkey. <laughs> There's no Night Monkey in the Marvel's Marvel Universe. But Man, you know I what? Really, I'm going to check really that. Open, I was I'm really going to check that. Night Monkey. Yeah, please. Please do. It kind of reminds me of my favorite X-Man. Is it X-Men or X-Men? X-Men. Character who is... I can't remember his name, but you've got to know who I'm talking about, right? Bamf. Yeah, uh, it's uh, Nightcrawler. Nightcrawler, yes. Reminds me of Nightcrawler. I have no um, record of a Night Monkey anywhere in okay. my, my databases. Super funny, name. though. Yeah, no, it's super I, I funny. Like, that was funny. That was funny when it, like, when it was in like a different language. Like, Night Monkey has appeared. It's never getting any respect, you know? It's like so much fun. It's just funny, you know? I mean, I think they should spin it off. Have a Night Monkey uh, always set in Europe. <laughs> always set in Europe. And Night he's monkey. like Spider-Man, but he's not. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, get a, like, a Dutch person to play. <laughs> Night Monkey, that's funny. All right, what else you got? Oh, Tom Holland plays Peter Parker in Spider-Man, as we all know. In this movie, he ends up in Holland. Kind of neat. I barely. He's a, he's there for a little bit. You know, my wife is um Dutch, half Dutch. Really? Cool. Does she ever go to no. the Netherlands? No, we never. No, never. We've never been. Maybe I should take her. She yeah, always, she always wants to bring, go on a trip. So. Bring me along with you. I, I definitely yeah, want to go okay. there sometime. Yeah, I'll take you on a romantic trip with me and my wife to Holland. It doesn't need to be romantic. <laughs> Just be a trip to, you know, see another country. With you and your whole family and my wife. We'll all go to Holland. That actually right. sounds fun. Yeah. Yeah. That actually sounds like all a lot right. of fun. Yeah, whenever we, can, whenever we can travel again, I'll totally go. Yeah, yeah, I mean, this has to be it. This this has to be it, right? This, this I, I'm giving it two more years, and it's and we're <laughs> going to find our way out of it. Yeah. Oh my god! Um, all right, there's a Matrix reference, I believe, in this movie. Mm, give, it, give it to me. I don't, I don't remember it. All right. Um, do you remember the Burly Man brawl from Matrix? Uh, I don't know the name. But I've watched, yeah, that's I've watched the, uh, the Matrix a thousand times. Right. That's like what the special effects people called it. Um, <clears throat> uh, the scene in, in this movie where it was it was the scene that you really liked, the scene between yeah. Spider-Man and Mysterio. Mm-hmm. At one point, Mysterio has a bunch of Spider-Man uh, okay, clones yeah, 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 attacking yeah. Spider-Man. Yeah. That's like the Burly Man brawl from the Matrix where Ma- Matrix reloaded. just a... Uh, Matrix Reloaded, yeah, where there's a swarm of Agent Smiths yeah, yeah, yeah. attacking Neo. Yeah. Mm-hmm. No, yeah, that that's that was cool. Yeah, right. I don't know if they did that on purpose as a call out to the Matrix. I think it's I think it's got to be. I don't yeah, know. Maybe it's fun. I mean, the Matrix. So many things that are done in movies today, like every every movie. Have you seen the new for one? The first time in the Matrix, I did. You didn't like it? I did not. I haven't seen did it. you? I haven't seen you it. Haven't maybe seen we should it? do a podcast on it. Sure. Yeah. Um, I fell asleep <laughs> trying to watch it. Oh, uh, no. and, and my wife and I were like, oh, you know what? We're just tired. We'll go to sleep tonight and we'll watch it tomorrow. And then we watched it during the middle of the day the next day. And we yeah. both fell asleep again. <laughs> so 
Okay, I well, I, I definitely, I listeners, the, 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 the Matrix um, Resurrection might be the first non-Marvel podcast that we do. We might, well, maybe. We'll Could be. Do. Could be, yeah. Could be. You watch it and let me know if you want to talk about it. Okay. What else you got? Uh, okay. Uh, yeah, my son actually picked up on this. Um, Did you watch when, this with the whole family? Uh, my daughter didn't watch it. She's, she's, uh, she's done re-watching all the Marvel movies, she said. <laughs> She's had enough. She's, I'm done. I'm done. She can't do out. anymore. I'm done. Yeah, okay. right. That's good. Even though Spider Man is her favorite superhero, still she says. I bet she. I bet uh, she was like. She's like. I'm gonna rebel. Even though I kind of want to watch it. I I won't rebel. <laughs> <laughs> so she's in our room like. This sucks. Right. I want to see it, but I don't want to. <laughs> yeah, that sounds like a teenage thing to do. Like, don't yeah. do something even though you really want to do it. <laughs> so, right. Right. <laughs> she's in our room yeah. like. I'm going. Listen to it. <laughs> <laughs> oh, she's going to watch it on her computer, you know? Right. Yeah. Yeah. Um, yeah. So my son picked up that uh, Spider-Man was using his eyes during the Mysterio fight. He wasn't using his Spidey sense. Which one? Which fight? The, 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 one the big, the first big Mysterio fight. Yeah. So this is actually something I'm glad your son picked up. Uh, shout out to him. This was a movie to develop his spider sense. Because in... Huh? This was this was a movie to develop his spider sense. Okay. In the first movie, we never see his spider sense really. In um, in Homecoming, in uh, Avengers: Infinity War, we get an idea that his spider sense exists. You mean, you know that scene on the bus where he's sitting down and his hairs on his arms stand up, and he and he looks up. Right. That's kind of a that's kind of an idea of his spider sense. Yeah, this, which movie was that? Infinity uh, Infinity War. Okay. This movie yeah, I was, remember that. This movie is when he realizes that he has a spider sense, but he doesn't know how it works. So, but, and then he slowly starts understanding, okay, I have this ability that gives me, like, um, a sixth sense of danger, but I don't know how it works, so he has to develop it. Spider-Man's mm. spider sense is probably my favorite ability he has. I, I absolutely love his spider sense. Now, is it, is it technically my son and I got in a disagreement about this? And I thought I won the argument. Is it technically spider sense? I thought it was spidey sense. It could be spidey sense. It could be spider sense. It depends on who you're talking to. Because because spiders don't have a sense like this. They actually do. They do. Okay, so spiders have these cute these hairs on their are on their on their legs. They have hairs all over their bodies, and these right. hairs sense things in the atmosphere or around them. Before like, it gives them an extra sensory perceptions that they normally wouldn't have. So when a spider wow. is on, when a spider is sitting on their webs, they can mm-hmm. feel when things touch their webs based off these hairs. You actually look this up. If you look at a spider like a tarantula, they're covered in these hairs, and these yeah, yeah, hairs yeah. allow them to feel like air pressure. Um, if someone's like movement from around, like if someone's moving, it moves the air. They'll feel it before other things will. It's really cool, mm-hmm. man. So spire sense is a real thing. That is a real thing. Okay. I thought it was kind of like a taking something from a bat and giving it to Spider-Man. But no, Spider-Man spire sense is pretty technical. It's it allows him to understand that he's in danger or there's danger around him, and it also affects his um reactions. Do you remember that scene in No Way Home where Doctor Strange pushed Peter out of his body? And he's trying to get the box out of his hands, but right. Sp- but Spider-Man's arm is moving around without yeah, him doing yeah. it. 
It's his, his biceps. entire body's frozen except for his arm that's holding yeah. the box. Which it's is moving it away from. It's his spire sense. His spire sense yeah. is doing that because his spire sense is an extra. Like his spire sense has an extra uh, reflexes. So if if someone's shooting that spire man, he should be able to just react and reflect and dodge all those bullets because his spire sense understands where the bullets are about to go, so he can dodge right. them. It's very hard to hit or shoot spire man in the comics. In the movies, it's a little easier. But in the comics, it's very difficult because he can dodge a lot of stuff based off his spire right. sense and his reactions. And he's not even, yeah, he's not even thinking about it. He's no. just reacting before it even hits his brain. Yeah, his, his spire senses. I can talk about spire sense all day. It's awesome. I love it. Um, can you do cool. a fact check for me, please, so I don't have to edit out my keyboard sounds? Is sure. it spidey sense or spider sense? <laughs> can't, it can't be both. No, it can't. Well, I mean, I mean it's got to be one has to be the official name. And one can be like the other. Okay, hang on. I'm doing an official. I always thought it was Spidey Sense. Okay, I'm doing an official thing right now. Yeah. Uh, all the references I see is Spider Sense. Man. Okay. But I'm going. Don't, to... but I'm going to do you a favor. I'm going to type in Spidey Sense and see if something bounces out. Okay. Uh, it and there are references of Spidey Sense as well, and it's actually in the Urban Dictionary as Spidey Sense. Oh, interesting. Okay. But so the you, official Marvel term is spider sense. Yes, but you could also okay. call it spidey sense. Right. Okay. I thought the official term was spidey sense. But, uh, okay, I'm glad to know what's correct. It's, it's always good to get in new information and, and change your perspective based on that. Call it spidey cool. sense is more fun. Yeah. Yeah, definitely. Okay. Uh, that kind of brings us to my last question. I mean. They talked about it, I guess, a little bit in the beginning of the movie and a little bit at the end about why his peer tingle isn't working. Um, and so you're saying he's just developing it throughout this movie. I yes. thought maybe being snapped no, or it's... something had happened in an earlier movie that I didn't remember that caused him to lose his Peter tingle for a while. He's just, he's just learning it. He's just trying to figure out how it works. He's just And like if you think about it, if you have an ability like that, it would take you a while to trust it. You know, like, like how, how can I trust this thing when I barely understand it? It just tells me what danger is. I can't control it. He has to just, like, if you saw in No Way Home where he um, is trying to tune his spire sense to where danger was with the Green Goblin coming out, um, that was him trusting his spire sense, like realizing, okay, there's something wrong. I don't know, but I'm going to try to figure it out. Uh, so it just takes... I like the fact that it took the movie took time to develop that that one thing that's pretty important for Spider-Man. Huh, okay. Um so what do you want to tell us about the Spider-Man costumes in this movie? Not much. Um we see the red the classic red and blue. The 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 night monkey outfit uh, it's not uncommon for Spider-Man to wear a different kind of outfit to disguise himself. He actually has done that a ton of times. The black and red costume, we've talked about this at length, uh, is a classic, is another classic. Um, Actually, costume. the original Spider-Man costume. It's black and red, it? yeah. In the original was, when he was first came out, the artwork, the art coloring was black and red, but then over time they turned it to blue and red, and then other people would turn right. it black and red. So, like, the black and red costume used mm -hmm. to be a little bit, like, um, not, what's the word, uh, taboo. But now it's like accepted as one of the cool costumes. I actually like the red and black a lot. It's my favorite. 
And I was super stoked mm-hmm. when I saw it in the movie. Blue, I'm, I'm a blue and red guy. Okay, that's red. fair. Yeah. I'm a big, I'm a big, I'm a, I'm a big black and red, and I like his uh, classic um, black and white um, costume. That's just me. Okay. I really enjoy his homemade costume as well. Yeah, yeah. I mean, I, I guess he's got multiple homemade ones, but the like really like hoodie. And- yeah, the cla- all of that. The, the I, I, I enjoy that. Yeah, one. yeah. There's so the many really different Spider-Man homemade one. Yeah, I'll try to find uh, an infographic of all Spider-Man's outfits. I'll try to find that to put in the links for the notes. That would be there. cool. Yeah, that'd be cool. What was your favorite part of the movie? Uh well, for a movie I didn't like, and it's definitely yeah. still on my charts of eh. Um, the so mystery- you still after rewatching it, you yeah, still put it still, at the bottom of the it's MCU. Still, it's still down there. Um, yeah. The Mysterio fight was the coolest, and I think the ending. Was also pretty cool, but that's it. Like this movie still is not as good as the other Marvel movies, but it is what it is. Um, I'm, I'm glad you like it. it do, would you move this up your list? Oh, I mean, it's definitely nowhere at the bottom of the list anymore. Hmm. I enjoyed it quite a bit, um, and I, I still think I probably wouldn't have enjoyed it as much if I hadn't seen uh, No Way Home. It's like it's so cool how other movies will make other movies better. You know, like. Yeah. Uh, Empire Strikes Back makes the original Star Wars better. You know, right. like, Empire Strikes Back makes all three movies better just because they exist and they mm-hmm. all took and you know without without Empire, both movies would kind of suffer. So it's kind of cool how when you're looking at trilogies and stuff like that, how one movie kind of helps um bring it up. Yeah. Do you so do you have a favorite part of of what of this movie? Of this movie of this movie, yeah. No, not really. <laughs> The Mysterio fight, I think, is your favorite part. Yeah, what's your favorite part? Uh, it's like all those little scenes in the first half of the movie where you really get to see Peter Parker flexing his Spider-Man abilities. Yeah. So there's like that scene in the bus where he jumps up and disables the drone real quickly before anybody can see him. There's him running through uh, across the poles in Venice and mm. stuff like that. I just really enjoyed those very... There's like several really, really short um, scenes of him just being the Spider-Man that I want to see. Yeah. And yeah, and you will time. and you will get to see, hopefully. Yeah, and I will get to see. Yes. Yeah. yeah. Um, so that's it for the movie. Let's yeah. talk about the, the end scenes. Oh. Wait, we got how many end scenes we got? We got two. Are there two? I think there's two. There's the one with the scrolls. We've already talked about that. Mm-hmm. What's the other one? Is it the same scene? Yeah, it's just one scene, right? Let me check. You tell us about the scene while I'm checking. Well, the scene I'm talking about is when the, the Nick Fury and uh, Maria Hill are revealed to be scrolls, and they try to talk to um, uh, Nick Fury to get him to come back to Earth. But apparently Nick Fury's not on Earth. He's in space with the scrolls. Which is super, super awesome. Uh, but apparently, because of what they said in No Way Home, everybody knows he's in space. So it's like, okay, whatever. Um, so there's that. So this is all tying back to a secret invasion and the new. Um, oh, the first scene is the, the reveal. Um, so we get credits, then we get a mid credit scene where. Spider-Man's flying uh, MJ through New York. Oh my and goodness! Yes, end, yeah. That wasn't part the, of the main movie. What a what a let. Oh yeah, okay. Because it feels like such an important part. It doesn't even feel like a like a secret scene. That's really right. Cool. I will say I loved the way they shot. Yeah. Uh, MJ being carried by Spider-Man through the city 
It feels it like really, it really yeah. gives you like a sense of what it would feel like to to be terrified. In her shoes, Ter- yeah, yeah, absolutely terrifying. <laughs> like and her I, hair is like flying all yeah. over the place. Yeah, I love yeah. how they they introduced Jay Jonah Jameson. That was pretty. That was pretty awesome. And then when Spider Man's uh, secret is revealed as Peter Parker, I mean that one, those that one like five minutes, maybe not even five minutes, like three minutes. It's, it's way better than the rest of the movie. It's so exciting. Like, I left that theater being like, I'm so excited for the next movie. <laughs> you know? Yeah. Like, you know? Um, and, then, and then the next movie um, paid off. You know, No Way Home is going to come on video, like, at the end of next month. Is it? Have they announced a date? Yeah, it's going to be at February 28th or something like that. I did not know that. We should do a live, a live viewing somehow. Yeah. Yeah, we should do that maybe on Twitter. Yeah, I'd be, oh, I'd be super fun. Yes, we have to. We definitely do that. But anyway, so yeah, yeah so that so that cuts that 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 mid credit scene was super super important, of course. But then we get the the scene with the scrolls, which also is pretty important. But if you look at the mid mid credit and and the end credit cut scenes, and mm-hmm. they take up so much more weight than the actual movie itself. Like it's like you're you're excited about things that haven't happened yet, you know, which is it is what it is. But that's that's just me. The one thing that um, the final, the, the end credit scene makes me think of is, did you ever watch Agents of S.H.I.E.L.D.? I did not. So I know I place, should have. That place that uh, Nick Fury is chilling out at, that room. Yeah, in space. And he's, yeah, yeah, it looks like he's at, it looks like he's on a beach. Yeah. Um, so but, then, but, then, but, but then the beach turns into, it turns it to be false it was actually that's not real it's not real right yeah 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 Yeah. but um in agents of shield that's how phil colson comes back to life is he went to tahiti uh you know he gets killed by loki yeah how does he come back and agents of shield is explained he goes to tahiti which i think is a fake place i mean there's really a tahiti but i think the tahiti they're talking about is a fake place and the Tahiti they show in Agents of S.H.I.E.L.D. looks exactly like hmm. the place that Nick Fury's at in, hmm. at the end of this movie. Hmm. That's cool. I didn't know that at all. That's awesome. Yeah. Hmm. All right. So right. you're still a thumbs down on the movie. I'm yeah, a but I'm, I'm a thumbs down with, with some caveats. So I'm a thumbs yeah. down with, I can understand why people like this movie, but still mm-hmm. thumbs down. Yeah. I definitely got more pieces of spider-man in this movie than i remembered mm-hmm. uh just knowing that i'm gonna get the tom holland spider-man movies that i want frees me up to enjoy this a little bit more i think um yeah i liked it i laughed i laughed several times during the at least during the first half of it yeah i, I mean I, I, let me i'm gonna go back to my listings see if i can maybe move things up or down but for the most part i, th- I feel good yeah okay uh, mike are you ready Oh my goodness! Do we have news you can abuse, dude? We have so much news you can abuse. You wow! Go, you go abuse this news so much that it's going to be like bad. Like, ugh! Don't stop abusing oh. the news. Okay. Right. All yeah. Right. Okay. I'll I'll try. First up, um, the Moon Knight directors. There's a there's a two people directing the Moon Knight movie. It's um Justin Benson and Aaron Moorhead. They said that this movie, the the series Moon Knight, shares some horror beats with their la- with these other two movies they made called The Endless and Resolution. So if you're interested in Moon Knight and want to know more about how it's going to work, 
watch the endless and maybe the movie resolution it might give you some hints and i'll put these you in said the- those are you said those are horror movies yeah, it says yeah, with with two of their own horror movies. So yeah, yeah I'm, not might, gonna, I'm not gonna. I'm not gonna. Might be a little that. scary, but um, <laughs> there you go. That's that's yeah. something interesting. Mm-hmm. Next up, hey, hey, go- real quick before you move on from that, yeah, um, you you mentioned the directors that made me think about the writers for the movie that we just talked about, Spider Man, uh, Far From Home. Mm-hmm. The writers Chris McKenna and Eric Summers uh, were the same writers as. For Homecoming, let me see if they also wrote uh, No Way Home. They did also write No Way Home. Wow. Uh, they also wrote Ant-Man and the Wasp. Do you know what other movie they, they wrote? Uh, Marvel? No, not Marvel. No, I don't know. DC. Wait, wait, wait uh, Suicide Squad. They wrote the Lego Batman. Oh, my God. Which we are gonna watch and talk about in the in the future at some point. Okay, that sounds great. <laughs> yeah, okay. more news you can abuse. Um, right. the, after this movie, there's no more Guardians of the Galaxy. They're done. It's a, that's official. James Gunn already said that. So mm-hmm. the, for the third Guardians of the Galaxy, this movie that's it's over. Which I'm sure everybody's probably like, okay, fine. Yeah, yeah, I, I'm ready for Guardians of the Galaxy to be over. Yeah. Um, I wonder how that's going to happen. Are they going to get, um, is it going to be a big breakup or, uh, is it going to be a bunch of death? I yeah. think it's going to be a little bit of a breakup, maybe a little bit of death, but it might be one or two characters that might die, but it's, mo- it's mostly going to be a breakup where everybody just right. kind of goes a separate way. Yeah. That's what I'm thinking. Yeah. Um, do you remember in Eternals where at the, the post credit scene where Pip the troll came out? Yes. Do you uh, remember Patton that? Oswald. Yeah. Do you remember how it looked kind of bad? Yeah, yeah, yeah. They rushed it, so it's a it's, it's oh. So Marvel rushed to put him in at the last minute. That's why the CGI wasn't good. Are they gonna fix it? They might. They might fix it. They should because it does look bad. That, when I actually saw it, I was like, "This is the worst CGI I've seen in a long time." Thought maybe it was just intentionally bad. I yeah, I didn't no. Know if, like, yeah, they they're way better at CGI than this, and it just looked real bad. Hmm. Okay. Kevin Smith has given his top ten Marvel movies. Uh, Yeah, I'm going to read them off real fast for us. Okay, Okay, number 10. Uh, Give me a chance. Give me a little bit of a chance on on each one of these. You going to guess? I might. I might. No, no, no. You go ahead. I might react. Okay. Number 10, Doctor Strange. Uh, So that's his 10th. So that's the the bottom of this list, right? Yeah. Number 9, Captain America Civil War. Uh, Interesting. That is a fan favorite. Everybody loves that movie. Yeah, I do. Uh, number yeah. eight, Guardians of the Galaxy Volume Two. Yeah, yeah. Number seven, that's, Thor. That's kind of high, isn't it? That's kind of high. Yeah, I think so. Number yeah. seven, Thor Ragnarok. Okay, I'm in. All right. Number six, Captain America: The Winter Soldier. That's kind of low for Winter Soldier. That's yeah, that's low. That so that's what I was thinking actually. That's the fan favorite. Everybody loves that. It's low. Our YouTube video of that movie has way more views than any other. Really? Of our videos. What? Yeah. Why? Uh, it's crazy. crazy more. Crazy I don't understand more why. Yeah. It's why. People love that movie. <laughs> yeah, it's, it's, it's everybody's favorite Marvel movie. Yeah. Yeah. Number, number five, Black Panther. Okay, that's good. Number four, Guardians of the Galaxy. Yeah, yeah that deserves a high ranking like that. Number three, Avengers uh, Infinity War. Wow. Okay. <laughs> I know you agree with him there. I do not. Yeah. All right. Number two, Avengers Endgame. 
<laughs> and he's actually got those reversed. Endgame is worse than Infinity War. Yeah. yeah. And number one is Iron Man, the first one. That seems seems like something Kevin Smith would say. Uh, yeah. there's a, in, the, in the article, they have a poster of the movie for Iron Man. I had this poster for a very long time, the original movie poster. Yeah? Yeah, I had to get rid of it uh, when I got married. <laughs> what's, it, what's the original movie poster for Iron Man look like? It has Iron Man, and it has, you know, Robert Downey Jr., a couple other people, uh, have a, like an airplane flying off, and that's it. <laughs> it looks pretty good. Uh, more news okay. you can abuse. There's so much news. Not much more. Actually, one more thing, and it's super sad, and we can talk about this for a little bit. Uh, Evangeline Lilly oh, uh, no. is not a yeah. big fan of vaccine mandates, and I'm pretty yeah. sure she's not vaccinated. So, Yeah, apparently she is not. Nobody uh, should ever be forced to inject their body with anything. Which, I mean, once you say it like that, she, she makes sense, but we're in the middle of a pandemic. You well, know? I mean, the, the whole thing is that... The viruses don't care. Mm-hmm. You know, they are going to spread and attack. And if we don't get vaccination rates really, really high, we're never going to get it out of this. Mm-hmm. Because what, what viruses love is people that are not protected because they can get into those people and they can mutate as they reproduce. And then you get new variants of the virus. So we need everybody vaccinated so we don't keep getting new variants of this thing. Mm-hmm. And polio doesn't exist anymore because of the vaccine. Yeah, and like there's not like the Supreme Court's been knocking down mandates left and right. And like I don't understand where there are vaccine mandates. Like in DC, you have to have a vaccine card and be vaccinated to get into restaurants and stuff right now. Um, mm-hmm. but that's not a mandate. You don't have to go to eat at a restaurant, you can go right. somewhere else. It's not so like it's like I don't understand where the mandates are from. Like like at my college where I teach, there's a vaccine mandate. You have to be vaccinated to work there or go to school there. But you don't have to work there or go to school there if you don't want to. So I don't right. understand. Like, do we are we equating mandates to I want to be able to do whatever I want? <laughs> so like, because you can't like I can't drive a, a, a 18 wheeler semi truck. Like I can't get behind the wheel of a of a of a tractor trailer truck because I don't have a proper license. Am, am, am I being am I being like restricted? Is is that my fir- is is my first 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 amendment rights being taken away? I just, is this odd to me? This argument, and and the the craziest thing is when you were a kid, they shoot you up with tons of vaccines when you're a baby, right. and no one said yep. anything. It's just odd. Yep. It's odd. Yep. Uh, the later and later that people like her come out and say nonsense stuff like this the less patience I have for them. Yeah. So she is coming out so late with this position of hers. I'm like, I don't even want to see her in the next Ant-Man movie. Well, I, I, you know, I don't even, I don't even want to look at her, but, but uh, it's in post production. So there's nothing. Like Here's my opinion about this. You, I, she has the right to, I mean, she's just an actor, you know, yeah. I'm she, more of a director and writer person, but she has the but right. I still to don't feel- want to, I still, She's got the right to feel that way, yeah. but I don't really want to look at her in the next Ant-Man movie. That's, that's fair. That's fair. But I, I, I don't really... Here, the only beef I have is the public health issue. Like, somebody might be listening to what she says and be like, well, I'm not going to get vaccinated either. And that person right. might really need to be vaccinated. So it's like, I think sometimes, like, this kind of stuff, um, she could have been a little more thoughtful about how she wants to talk about this. 
she didn't even have to talk about it's, it. Because, it's something that affects everybody. Yeah, especially if like you're it, a movie star, because people it, are going to listen to you differently than they would listen to right. other people. So, right. so I, I hope, like, I kind of wish she said something else, like, I don't like the vaccine mandates, blah, blah, blah. However, uh, COVID is really dangerous. So if you do, are if you do need to do it, like you know, blah 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 blah. But I yeah, see also the way that. she also the way she was talking about it was really like seemed like kind of holier than thou. Um, yeah. So I didn't dig that either. So that's some news I'm, that I wish we didn't have to abuse. I'm, yeah, I'm done with her. <laughs> I don't know if I'm done. I'm just like annoyed, but it is what it is. Okay, she can um, redeem herself, I guess. <laughs> right now, I'm done with her. Yeah, um, it's still surprising. I don't know. Um, Mike, we haven't done a podcast in a long time, like a few weeks. So people it's might been be a like, couple of weeks. Yeah. people might be like, this podcast is great. I need to share it with my friends and family. How would they do that? Hit the share button right now. Share it with whoever you want. Share it with your friends. Share it with somebody you don't like, you know, but you know that they really enjoy superhero movies. Maybe you can rekindle a friendship. Just share it. And give us ratings and give us thumbs ups and stars and, and reviews and, and whatever the place you're listening to us supports. Um, it really does help. Uh, anything that you can do like that would, would help the podcast out. And we would appreciate it immensely. You can also give us a rating. Um, that'd be great. Yeah. Well, mm-hmm. um, yeah. I, I, I don't know, Mike, if you have, have you decided if you're going to abandon Spotify yet or not? Have you, have you made the decision? It's not a hard choice for me. Um, because I don't use Spotify much, but um, I don't plan to use it anytime soon. It's crazy how this is the whole thing. Um, also, give, I, I think Twitter has been a great place. We've actually made some um, uh, podcast friends, you know. So yeah. on Twitter, definitely like you know, share with some friends on Twitter, um, mm-hmm. and or just like you know, get a, get a big boombox and play it in public settings. So people are walking right. by and be like, that, that yeah, yeah, podcast yeah. is super cool. Get a boombox, sit out on your front porch, mm-hmm. listen to our podcast. When your neighbor walks by and it's like, hey, that sounds really interesting. Yeah. What is that? Let them know. Or like get some USB drives, put like our MP3 on them. <laughs> and then when you're on the train or you're walking by someone, just stick it in their pocket. You know? Right. Yeah. Just put, just put, just put, we just, should do that. Yeah. <laughs> just stick it in great. their Or like you can make a QR code, you know, and like we just plaster it all over the place you know right yeah uh, there's multiple ways to share it. um yeah, I, yeah. we don't know what we're going to do next right mike it's still up in there yeah it's up in the air what do you think i don't know we have to talk about it but we're definitely going to do something soon and um we hope everybody comes back and listens yeah it's gonna be no matter what we do it's gonna be it's gonna be interesting yes 100 percent. 